أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله الذي لا يبلغ مدحته القاعلون ولا يحسي نعماؤه العادون ولا يؤدي حقه المجتحدون الذي لا يدركه بعد الحمم ولا يناله غوص الفطن ثم الصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين حبيب قلوبنا والطبيب نفوسنا والشفيع ذنوبنا سيدنا ومولانا أبي القاسم محمد اللهم صل على محمد وآل محمد وعجل فرجهم وأحلى البيته الطيبين الطاحرين المعسومين المظلومين لا سيما بقيت الله في الأرضين صاحب العص والزمان خليفة الرحمن إمام الإنس والجان ولعن الله وعداهم أجمعين إلى يوم الدين أما بعد فقد قال الله وقوله الحق بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم شهر رمضان الذي أنزل فيه القرآن هدى للناس وبينات من الهدى والفرقان صدق الله العلي العظيم اللهم صل على محمد وآل محمد وعجل فرجهم The life and lessons from Nabi Sulaiman alayhi salatu wassalam has been our ongoing topic tonight is lecture number 10 I believe Last night we pay tribute to Bibi Khatija salamu alayha may Allah accept your grief and like I said last night, an amazing, incredible woman that deserves multiple programs to be addressed for her and for us to really adopt and emulate her path. Allah, inshallah, will give us that tawfiq to do that. Before that, however, back to our topic at hand of Nabi Sulaiman and where I left all of you hanging now. I don't know how you got through the past two nights now. I know that these, you know, these endings and the suspense is killing you guys. It's killing you guys. I can only imagine you're tossing and you're turning. I wonder what Sayyid Asa will say next. I get it. I feel your pain. We left off by saying that now the letter has been written by Nabi Suleiman to the Queen of Sheba, the Queen of Saba. Her name is Bilqis. And the letter basically, a very noble letter, right? Addressing her, saying, come to me and submit to me. Okay, what you're doing here in terms of worshipping the sun is wrong. And this is that letter in the Quran, very famously, that begins with Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, and is the 114th instance of Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim in the Quran, which a lot of times is, you know, one of our trivia questions, the questions that we ask during one of our, you know, our Islamic game shows, etc., etc., so now I left you thinking, okay, what is her response now? Remember, who's behind the curtain? Hudhud. This guy has taken over the whole story, right? Behind the curtain now, waiting to see what Bilqis's response will be. She summons her chiefs. What do you do? What, what, what should we do? And, you know, hopefully now you guys are in Sudan Namal already with me. If not, I have my Quran open and ready. Inshallah, you guys have your Quran open and ready as well. Sudan Namal is the 27th chapter of the Quran. We're going to go all the way till the end from about now verses 33 all the way till about, I believe, uh, you know, 44. Yes, 44. Okay? The entire story now 
in these next you know, 20 or so uh, verses are, is told in a beautiful now succession. Okay? Right away she said, what should I do? This letter came, you know, and you know that I don't do anything without asking you guys as a recap from the previous episode. And right away, you know, these are chiefs and these are people who are ready to, like, you know, de defend their kingdom. And, you know, We are people of strength. We have mighty power. Meaning, reminding her that, look, if you want to go to war, we're ready. And that's an important verse because now when we, we, when we go ahead and we enter now that discussion, that what is Queen Bilqis' response to Prophet Suleiman, the first thing she does is she describes... The difficulty of war, the aftermath of war, the destructive nature of war. I'm going to start off today in verse 34 of Surah Naml. Okay, so what she says now, she describes, because she could tell now, the reaction by her chiefs was that we're ready for war. Right, and she wasn't ready for war. So she reminded him, look, it's this war that's, that could destroy civilizations. It could ruin towns, right? It makes the highest people degraded. Right? Um, so, you know, war for her was not on the table right away. If he is going to send a letter to her to check out what the status is, she also needs to find out what the situation at hand is in his kingdom as well. What's he like? What kind of king is he? What kind of prophet is he? Right? Um, remember, she's also a queen, right? I mean, there's a certain level of, uh, of self-respect there. So she's not going to just roll over and say, okay, fine, I'll submit to you. No, let's, if he's going to come and, you know, ask me and test me and inquire about me, let me do the same thing. But if Nabi Suleiman now uh, sent a letter to her, she now instead gets an entourage ready to send lavish gifts to Nabi Suleiman. Okay? She now decides to send presents and gifts to Nabi Suleiman and the way that the tafsir now tells us, uh, specifically Al-Mizan of Alama Tabatabai, Rahmatullah Alayh, to test his prophethood, to test his sincerity. Is he wowed by the gifts? Will he forget about our, our idol worshipping? And will he be silenced with the bribe of the gifts, essentially? Right? Uh, because she knows, you know, that's, that's the kingdom, that's the talk of the kingdom now. Even, even today and nowadays, you know, sometimes when you want a certain country, uh, you know, to do a certain thing for you or a certain deal for you, you know, and that president or the prime minister now visits that country, he comes bearing gifts. Now, that gift isn't all oh, just because I like you. No, you know, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. I'm giving you this very elaborate gift, for example, right, that's only specifically made for you. Now, sign this deal, you know, help me with these sanctions, you know, get this war done, you know, be part of my coalition when I attack this country and that country, right? That, I mean, this has been going on for centuries. Same thing happened back then, okay? She just wanted to see exactly, and essentially, she was testing Nabi Suleiman to see where is his heart at, where is his sincerity at, okay? Now, she describes outwardly to who? To her, to her chiefs. Who's behind the curtain? Hudhud's behind the curtain. Hudhud now says, oh my God. She's going to send gifts to Nabi Suleiman. He finds his way out of the kingdom of, of, of Sheba and makes his way towards Nabi Suleiman. And says, look, 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 look. There's gifts coming for you. <laughs> She's going to try to wow you with gifts. 
Okay, just letting you know. She, she saw your letter. She read your letter. You know, they had a whole meeting with her chiefs, and she decided that, you know, and, and the way that, 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 that the wording is, and I'll get to that in a moment, is that, you know, let's see now what response there is of her, of his, based on that, either war or peace. Okay? Uh, so she hasn't quite made up her mind yet. She just wants to test the waters a little bit. Okay? And these two will go back and forth now testing each other. Me meaning, you know, uh, uh, Nabi Suleiman and Queen Bilqis. Okay? They'll go back and forth testing each other what's going on. Okay? So now this entourage now, led by one person, but there are several people, showered in gifts, arrives at the, the gate of Nabi Suleiman's kingdom. This is from Queen Bilqis. And Nabi Suleiman, of course, has already proven his, 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 his merit with God that these things, nothing in this world now, will allure him away from his path, his mission, his responsibility as a prophet of God. I mean, this kingdom of mine, which is the best kingdom that anyone has ever seen this earth, will not corrupt my heart. Forget your gifts. So he does what? He rejects the gifts wholeheartedly. And a stern message is sent back to Queen Bilqis that none of your wealth will lure me. What God has given me is worth more than anything you could have or you could give me. Okay? Basically saying that, look, there's no choice. Either you come to me and you submit or there's going to be a battle. Now the question is, what does Queen Bilqis do about this now? Is there going to be a full-fledged war now? between Bilqis' kingdom and Nabi Suleiman's kingdom? Or does she realize that, okay, this is, you know, I mean, those gifts would have lured anybody away, would have corrupted the best of hearts, would have really quieted and silenced the best of kings. But there was not even an inclination, a consideration from Nabi Suleiman for one gift. No. And this are, these, are, these, are blatant, these are blatant, meaning they are, they are uh, you know, um, uh, 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 mentioned fully in the Quran in terms of you know this dialogue. Let's begin here, and then we'll, we'll and then we'll see where we stop, inshallah. So come with me, inshallah. Let's travel through these verses together. We are uh, again in Surah Namal, called the Ant, um, and now we know why it's called the Ant. That that's that this is that surah that talks about that talk with uh, the Queen Ant and Nabi Suleiman, the beautiful discussion that those two had. On verse number 34 now, okay? Verse number 34. Now, this is after that verse where the, where the chiefs say, look, whatever you decide, you decide. If you want to go to war, right now, we are the people of power, we'll do it. Don't worry, we'll manage. You just say the word, but ultimately this is your decision. Right? And then that's what she says, Qalat. Remember, Qalat is the female version of she said. Qala is male, Qalat is female. So here, of course, this is the queen talking. Qalat, innal muluka idha dakhalu qariyatin afsaduha. Okay? So surely the kings, when they enter a town, they ruin it. They ruin it. This is now her describing the aftermath and the destruction of war. Right? وَجَعَلُوا عِزَّةَ أَهْلِهَا أَذِلَّهَ And, you know, it's, it's, it's this destruction that makes the most respected people, أَعِزَّةَ The most respected people of that town, what? أَذِلَّهَ ذَلِيلَ, as you say in Urdu, you know, degraded, low, 
right? It just takes away the respect of the individual. وَكَذَلِكَ يَفْعَلُونَ Right? Um, and, and, you know, this is not part, the seer says that this last portion where it says, and th thus they always do that, you know, Alama says this is not part of the speech of Queen Sheba. This is God now ad adding the last portion of this verse, saying that this is exactly what all wars do. They make them the, the, the most respectful people, zalil, and degraded and low. Okay? So she, she rejects the idea of attacking him right away. Okay? She says, no, let's approach it through a different lens. Okay? Remember, I told you, I, I mentioned that her, re her, her reception of this letter uh, tells us that there is a softness in her heart somewhere. And we'll see the softness of that heart manifest itself a little bit later on in the story as a spoiler alert. But ultimately, you know, she wasn't this cruel dictator of a, of, of a queen that looked to like ruin towns and disrespect people and destroy kingdoms. No. But she did have a, a, a measure of self-respect, right? That you don't just come in here and tell me what to do. I'm, I'm just going to fold, fold my kingdom and come to you. No, of course not, right? Let's, let's find out what you're about, right? So now, of course, she mentions to the chiefs that I'm going to go ahead and send him a present. Now look at the way that he, uh, she addresses Nabi Suleiman. Again, pointing to the idea that we have to know, guys, the different personalities at play. I mentioned two nights ago, the letter that he wrote to Queen Bilqis obviously was one that was very respectful, okay? Did not blast her, didn't summon her to hell, no, not summon her to hell, no, not at all. He, I, in fact, you know, the fact that, you know, uh, 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 she refers to the letter, uh, you know, as Kitabun Karim, okay? This, this honorable letter, and Alama Tabatabai and Tafsir does a substantial amount of discussion on what makes this an honorable letter. Of course, the mention of Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim of course helps. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, and also the idea that the way that he addressed Queen Sheba was obviously of honorable mention. Now she returns that favor, but not in a letter, but in her in her reference to him within her own, her own circles. Look, guys, it's one thing where we are uh, we have amazing akhlaq. Um, and we address the person with respect when they're in front of us, okay? But when we address that same person in his absence or their absence with the same level of respect, like for example, you're talking about somebody that you respect, a friend of yours, a cousin of yours, a member of your community. When you're in front of them, you know, all sorts of respective accolades, right? You're referring to, you're speaking to them in a very high, re high respect. When you go home and speak about them when they're not there and you still have respect for them, that means that respect has infiltrated your hearts. There's a spot for them and their respect inside your heart. Right? Otherwise, talking nice in front of one person and talking ill behind their back shows, tells me at least that there's no, there's no respect here. Here, okay, he's not there in front of her, Nabi Suleiman, but he, she refers to him in a very respectful, and I'll tell you how. Okay, the very next verse, verse number 35. Okay? She says, now what I'm going to do is I'm going to send them a present, right? وَإِنِّي مُرَسِلَةٌ إِلَيْهِمْ بِحَدِيَةٍ Okay, look, again, I'm going to send them a gift. Okay, if you look at the actual translation of the Arabic word, إِلَيْهِمْ, it's not إِلَيْهِ or لَيْهَي, it's not, it's, not, it's not a singular pro pronoun. The zamir, the pronoun used here is plural. I'm going to send them. Who's the them here? You're talking about one man, Nabi Suleiman. 
So two things Alama says in, in his tafsir. Number one is that nowhere does she mention Suleiman's name by name. That I'm going to send that guy Suleiman a gift. No, no, no. Okay? So the fact that she doesn't mention his name is a sign of respect, number one. Number two is that she refers to him in the plural. Okay? And sometimes, you know, that's kind of kingdom palace talk, right? Um, you know, um, we have declared as a kingdom. No, it's not we, bro. You're, you're the king. You're the queen. It's you, one person. Right? But, you know, this idea of we denotes the idea of a kingdom, of a palace. Even Allah does it sometimes in the Quran. Sometimes in the Quran, it's such a beautiful discussion. The different ways he addresses himself or he, um, you know, he refers to himself in the Quran, Allah. Sometimes he says, I, me. Right? Right? I will answer the call of the one who calls me whenever they call me. Sometimes he refers to himself as we. Right? Surely we have revealed it on the night of Qadr. Well, who's we? I mean, Allah is Nahnu. Sometimes he refers to Allah in, in the third person. Allah is the one, right? Allahu waliyu ladina amanu. Right? Allah is, is the one that for, you know, or talks about the wife of Fir'aun. Allah says, Allah has now placed an example for the believers of the wife of Fir'aun. Or sometimes he refers to himself as a, as a, as a distant, as he, right? And there are reasons for that beyond the scope of our discussion. But, you know, what fits here is that when Allah uses the, the pronoun we, it denotes his kingdom. We have declared, we have done this, right? We have revealed the book. We have created, right? We created the insan in the cradle of distress. Allah stands alone. Allah is ahad and wahid. He's unique. But sometimes to show his, his power, right? To show his dominance, to show his kingdom, he uses the pronoun we. Here as well, she refers to them as they. I, I'll, I will present, I will give them gifts. When really, she's giving one person, Nabi Suleiman, the gift. Again, referring to herself or showing her, her, her utter respect for uh, the king and specifically now, I believe, for the Prophet of God. Okay? I will surely, I'm going to send him gifts, right? And now I'm gonna I'm gonna wait. Let's see, right? Then wait to see what answer do my messengers bring back. If Nabi Suleiman said Hudhud to find out what her answer is, she sent an entourage of individuals. There was one guy leading the pack, but there were several people, and you know you get that from the Quran in a little bit. So let's see what response comes back for him. Okay. So now they arrive in the presence of Nabi Suleiman. In between these verses, that's not mentioned, is of course Hudhud's report back to Nabi Suleiman. We get that from Bahar al-Anwar, Alama Majisi as a hadith, where he says that he goes back and he reports to Nabi Suleiman exactly what he heard. Get ready, they're coming. Okay? The story really gets beautiful from now till the end. I mean, guys, I don't have many days left with you guys, right? I mean, I, you know, today is, is one, then we have, you know, 
We have the night of the uh, of the 12th, the night of the 13th, the night of the 14th. Three more discussions after tonight of this story. I have to wrap it, up, wrap it up in three days. And then the last discussion that we have, the night of the 15th, of course, is the gestion of Imam Mushtaba, alayhi salatu wasalam. That's a separate discussion on him and him alone. So after tonight, I have three discussions. And we have, you know, we're coming to the crux, and we're approaching that, you know, that sort of like season finale, the, you know... The <laughs> That time, it's like, oh my goodness, what's going to happen, you know? The, the, yeah, anyways, let's see. All right, so now they arrive in the presence of Nabi Suleiman. Poor guys, man. Poor guys. Verse number 36. Now they arrive in the presence of Suleiman. And they present their, their, their presence to him. And he becomes a little bit annoyed by this gesture. Nabi Suleiman does. Okay? And he says, are you going to, like, tempt me with wealth? Like, what Allah has given me is better, better than what you have given me. Right? Um, you know, you, you actually, you know, you are, you are somebody who actually believes um, um, you are only happy because of your presence. You, have, you, you, you believe that you're content because of, of the outward gifts that you have. Whereas my contentment doesn't come from, from this kingdom now. That Tafsir says this. What he's basically saying is that nothing you, you give me will, uh, will you know, lure me off the path. It won't. I have something, I have a treasure that's far greater than anything this world could ever, ever, ever present. And that is the faith in God. That's the worshipping of God. That's the opportunity to serve God. Sometimes I don't know if all of us understand, you know, this opportunity to serve God or not. Do we get it or not? You know, there was an alim, I think it was Shaykh Tusi, rahmatullah alayh. I could be wrong. He would circle a certain date on the calendar. It's a beautiful story. These small little anecdotes from the life of the ulama are, you know, they're prescriptions for us, guys, I tell you. He'd have one date on the, uh, on the calendar, he would circle with a with, with circle, and he would celebrate that date every single year. Now, right away, you'll think, oh, his birthday. No, that's people like me and you. you know, people have birthday weeks. They have birthday months. Oh, my God. They, they, they label the whole month theirs. Jesus, dude, like, calm down, man. You're 58 years old. Like, you've, you, you know, you've had your birthday parties. So just let it go now. You should be crying on your birthday. Forget celebrating. Anyways. So birthday months that we have, right? You know, we, we, we drop hints, three more days, two more days, one more week, right? A little short list of what you, you would like, this and that. I mean, nobody is subtle nowadays anymore, right? You know, they send, you know, you know those people who send, sorry, man, I, I, you know people who send messages, oh, three more days, dot, 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 and then it's like they're asking you to, oh, what's in three more days? I refuse. I refuse to ask people like that, what's in three more days? They want, and I'm not going to take the bait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't play those kind of games. You want to tell me it's your birthday on Wednesday? Tell me it's your birthday. That's fine. It's okay. Just don't tip there three more days. Yeah, it's annoying. Sorry. If you like that, don't, don't be like that. It's annoying. So this, this alim, however, has a date circled. What's that date? It's the date he turned balikh. Oh. When, when, when he was asked, what is this? He said, that was the day I was worthy of God's worship. Oh, so beautiful. That was the day that I was capable now of worshiping God and enter the path of salvation. He saw it as an honor, guys. 
He saw it as something that was, you know, um, that, that he was made worthy of. We've honored the human being, right? Same message he sends to the people. Knowing full well they're going to go back and they're going to report to their queen. Of course they are. He says, he says what? He says, we, we go on with the verse now, verse number 36. He says, will you help me with wealth? You're going to actually, you know, the, 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 the word that's used in the Arabic is madad, right? Atumidunani, you're going to help me? You're going to do madad of me? Bimalin, when it comes to wealth? Right? And then he says, فَمَا آتَانِيَ اللَّهُ خَيْرٌ مِمَّا أَتَاكُمْ What God has given me is far greater. خَيْرٌ مِمَّا is far greater than what you have given me. Right? And then he says, بَلْ أَنْتُمْ بِحَدِيَّتِكُمْ تَفْرَحُونَ You have, you know, you've, you've, you've become happy with your gifts. You've attained this level of serenity with these gifts, these outward, these, these perishing gifts of yours. Not me. Not me. Not me. You know, a, a clear message for us to understand. Right? Um, so now, you know, he's, you know, he's completely now rejected this, this, this test of Queen Bilqis. Okay, in the process now, possibly telling her that look, I'm not your normal king. <laughs> I'm not your normal king, and this is monumental. This this moment is very very important. When they go back and they t- and they tell their queen that look, he doesn't he didn't even consider it. Forget the fact. Oh, okay, l- let me sit with him a couple of days. Oh, are those watches? Oh, is that? No, none of that. He's like, go, go away. Don't, 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 don't. Right? I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. Because that that then is a big moment for Queen Bilqis to realize that maybe I'm not against your normal everyday king. Okay. And that this, this, this moment and this reaction of, of, of Nabi Suleiman obviously dictates to her what her behavior will be after, uh, moving forward. Right? And then he says Go. Go from here. Go back to them. Right? Go back to them. Right? Um, you know. So we will most certainly come to them with hosts which they shall have no power to oppose. Right? And we will most certainly expel them therefrom in a basement, and they shall be in a state of, right? Sagirun. They'll be sagir, they'll be low. They'll be low. Right? So he says, look, he's, he's like, if you don't, you know, go back and tell her, doesn't submit, then we, we will come to her. And if we come to her, then, you know, we have no choice but to, you know, same as the Prophet and Imam Ali did, destroy the idols in the Kaaba, come in and destroy this kingdom. That is now, you know, an, an avenue for idol worshiping. You have denounced, you have announced yourself to be an enemy of my God. I have to now defend that God at all costs. Okay. Remember, a lot of you might think, well, that's quite harsh. I mean, what happened to you know, lakum dinakum waliyadin? You have your din, I have my din. Oh, when it's, that's not applicable at all at all times. You know, he's inviting her now. There's an entire nation now being misguided by this kingdom. And the lure of the kingdom, the, 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 you know, the, the attraction of the kingdom, no doubt many people must be flocking towards Yemen. And you know, people sometimes are like sheep, right? They'll kind of go with the majority. They don't stop and think, oh, I wonder why are they worshipping this sun? And the sun also is very important. Let me make this point right now as well. 
the, the, the fact that, the, you know, the, the Quran says, لِشَمْسِ They are the one, what? يَسْجُدُونَ لِشَمْسِ They are doing sujood. They're, they're prostrating in front of the sun. Why the sun of all, peop- of all, of all, of all things? Nabi Sulaiman addresses that later on as well. That will come into play as well. Keep that in mind as well, right? A mock sun was created in the, in, in, in the palace of, of, of Sheba. And, and, and what Hudhud saw was that they were doing sajda in front of this mock sun of theirs. Why this sun, inshallah? We'll get to that possibly tomorrow or the next day. But I won't leave you hanging on that, I promise. So now, of course, he says, you know, go back. Please take your gifts and go back, all of you, right? Irji ilayhim. Again, ilayhim is a pronoun that is plural. Them, you know, uh, go back to them, meaning that, you know what? Like basically you, one guy who can present your, your gifts, take your gifts, go back to your entourage, and all of you go back to your queen. Let her know that these are her two options essentially. The same, it's the, the same uh, offer on the table, come and meet me, just discuss, and ultimately submit to me, or... You know, you have to uh, prepare to defend yourself if I get there. Okay? There's no choice. So now, you know, they go back. And she realizes that he didn't accept one of my gifts. And and no doubt, I mean, I mean, the, 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 the tone of the, of, of the Qur'an of verse number 36 is quite harsh in the sense that it is an utter rejection. And I'm sure that they took that tone and they reported that back to, back to her. Say, look, this, this king didn't even stop to open it. At least, at least open it. I mean, you know, there might be a blender you like or a microwave or there might be a nice china set you can... No, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> blender. No, nothing, right? So, you know, now she thinks, okay... Again, not a fan of the not a fan of war, and I think that I'm going to have to make my way to his to his kingdom. And she decides now to make her way to his kingdom. Now, when word is given to Nabi Suleiman that she's left her kingdom, and she and and she makes she's making her way now to his kingdom. I mean, she she's now left her kingdom. He then summons some of his chiefs, his close kind of... Who does? Nabi Suleiman. Okay? And he asked him to do something very, very strange. At the same time, one of the most important parts of the story happens at this moment. Okay? And he took it as a, as a moment that is very well known, has to be understood, of course, but he took it as one of the most important pieces of this whole journey of his. And what was that? I'll tell you tomorrow night, inshallah. Stay safe, stay well. We'll see you tomorrow night. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.